This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello and Happy New Year. I'm Hanif Baharuddin and you're tuned in to the show that brings you closer to the people and places of our capital city. We're going to start the first episode of 2023 by talking about Townscapes. Breaker Banda, an organisation that we feature regularly on the show, has been advocating for a good townscape design. But what is it exactly and how does it differ from urban design? Joining me to give us a lowdown on Townscape and its importance is Shuhana Shamsuddin, President of Breaker Banda. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, Hanif, thank you so much, you know, for uh, supporting Pereka Bandar and always giving us a, a chance to to share uh, with your audience on what we're doing at Pereka Bandar. Um, this My Townscape um, uh, initiative that we are trying to do here uh, is uh, is actually to uh, to promote good quality townscape uh, for Malaysian uh, cities because to, to begin with the... There are many. Uh, the townscape is actually a concept. It's a concept to describe the art of relationship between the elements that make up the city form and the appearance. So most of the time, when we go to a city, we are actually uh, viewing the the townscape uh, in the sense that the appearance uh, uh, of the town that gives the character and its identity. And the difference between one townscape to another is how the city is being composed. Because the city, uh, if uh, I always use the analogy of an orchestra. Uh, in an orchestra, you uh, you have um, you have several um, musical instruments that are being used to play the tune. Uh, uh, following a certain um, musical piece, which is, which can be uh, stated as a composition, and um, the orchestra cannot function without a conductor, because otherwise there will be noises. Because all the instruments we try will be playing, and, and nobody uh, and we don't know how to coordinate the 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 music that is going to come out from that um, um, orchestra. So the same goes with the city, because the city consists of many elements. Uh, the physical elements is the, the most uh, dominant one, is the buildings, and we have the street uh, furnitures, we have the, the vegetation or the landscape, and we also uh, have um, the streets and the roads. Uh, which form uh, a part of the communication routes. So all these things put together becomes a townscape. And uh, the, 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 only, the, the, uh, the only difference is that there will be a good quality townscape in the sense that the composition is well thought of and there is some kind of character or identity emerging from the way all the elements have been put together. And there are also the uh, townscape, which is what I call a mediocre one, whereby it is just putting all the things at random and without uh, a, a, any any kind of um, artistic um, uh, appeal to, to it. So uh, that is why uh, good quality townscape is very important to create identity and also to uh, to create sense of pride for the for the communities, you know. I just came back from Italy actually for two weeks holiday over there. I went when I went there to Italy. I mean, they've got beautiful cities because they've got good quality townscape because the whole city are being composed 
uh, to support each other and to create a sense of unity in terms uh, of the way it's designed. So there is a sense of harmony, you know, in the way the 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 buildings, the the architecture, and the the, the whole landscape being put uh, together, as compared to um. Uh, our towns and city where we can just see buildings, roads, and uh, and and that's it, you know. So that's why uh, at Prakabana we feel that it's about time that we put some kind of quality in the way we build our cities. You know, it's not just about you know um, providing facilities, providing transportation networks, but there is there are uh, the, the the importance of creating places um and giving character to the to the places with that city because the whole thing is uh is what we call the townscape the whole composition of the uh, of the city so that is, that is a very uh, just just an overview of, of what townscape is all about all right so it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with the size of a city or of a town i mean no, it's just no. a term that's used to describe the characteristic of of a city right of yeah a, more, area. more of the appearance of the city I mean, like a face. Uh, another analogy I would like to to use usually use is that if you uh, want to recognize a person, normally you, you will see the face, isn't it? Uh, to to identify the person. Uh, I mean the 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 the, the facial, the, the the complexion, the eyes, the nose, and so forth. How they how how they've been put together because that's why you can say, oh, this is a beautiful face, and this is not not so beautiful face. So that the same goes with the townscape. Is the one that actually gives the um that makes the appearance of the of the town or the city. All right. Okay. So by appearance, you mean that it's it's purely is it purely aesthetic? Yes, it's aesthetic at the same time as how the function uh aesthetic as well as functional. Not just just a town being functional, but the the town you know uh, apart from being giving a function. They have also giving some kind of delights and uh, some kind of appeal to make people feel comfortable and feel happy, you know, to, to just walk uh, and experience the cities. And that's why, you know, like pe- people spend so much money, you know, to travel, to go into to other places, beautiful because of that, you know, that is it's a psychological need that people would like to, to look at beautiful places uh, or places that is have an aesthetic appeal. All right. Okay. So, um, apart from I guess focusing on the aesthetic, you also um kept on using the word character, right? Um, and mm. characteristic of a city, mm. of space, of an area, right? Yeah. What What do you mean by that? You know, in terms of you know, um, an area, a city, or town having that that character. What kind of character are we talking about here? By character, character. Uh, if you look at the terminology, it's lo- It's about the ambience. Uh, that the city uh, project. Which gives some kind of um identity and telling uh, uh the people you know the history of the place you know the kind of people who built the cities you know the value system and everything it it is like um uh a place that having a a character a townscape having a character is a place that can easily be identifiable. Uh, distinctive and different from other places and more memorable uh, uh, to people. So as compared to uh, places without character, is is something that is very anonymous. Is you you can easily forget the place. You 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 find it difficult to to find your way around or to remember the place after after uh, leaving the place. So in term in urban design, our ultimate goal is to have to build cities which have 
identity, character and sense of place because we want to city each to have its own uniqueness so that we can differentiate one city from another in terms of its uh, uh, appearance. Hmm. Are you able to give us uh, examples of cities uh, in Malaysia that that are memorable? I know that that have good townscapes for example. Um in the past we used to have actually that 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 is the one of the major problem when we talk about townscape. In Malaysia most of the the good quality townscapes are in the historical parts of the city or the the earliest part of cities. But the problem is that many of these um historical places or the 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 old town center and so forth you know are being um um the the townscape has been um disturbed or in a way has been uh, affected by new development that is not uh, uh in keeping with the character of the uh of the original uh, setting in the sense that there's there, there's a lot of uh, contradicting uh, forms and appearance as well as architecture that that reduces the 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 character or the identity of the place so much so that uh, you see uh, in Malaysia we have two uh, cities which have um, which are jointly uh, listed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site which is Malacca and Georgetown and not all part of the Georgetown or Malacca is within this um, uh, World Heritage uh, Site um, area it's only the older parts where very little changes has uh, taken place where the character is quite authentic and, and it, it, it is uh, reflecting the the way of life of the people uh, in the past usually uh, if, if, we, if we compare the historical um, part and the new part, you know, the historical parts they have better quality townscape because during that time there is a certain art of building cities, uh, uh, in a way that um, there was less commercialization uh, or globalization uh, issue that actually makes one city look alike as what we see now in the modern and contemporary cities. Um, uh, that's why uh, most um, the conservation movement are actually push, pushing uh, an agenda of trying to preserve as much of the quality, good quality townscape of the past as a, as a reference to how we to build uh, cities with character and identity. Uh, so apart from that, there's also a small town like uh, last time they used to be in um, Kuala Terengganu, there's one part of the uh, the uh, the city which used to be called Kampung China uh, and or then it was renamed as Jalan Banda. Uh, in the 1990s, you know, I remember the American Express was also very interested in this part of uh, Kuala Terengganu and commissioned uh, a study to be done to to record the character of this particular street. But now what happened is that that particular area, the the unique character of the townscape is that it is um located by the river and is following the configuration of the the river, uh, so much so that the the streets is not straight, you know, is is curvilinear, and uh, each uh, building, although they are built as a row of shop houses, each each shop houses has a a, a design of its own. Uh, but then they fit in together as a group uh, along the street. 
but um in the the recent years you know the reclamation of the the river uh sungai tengganu i think the, the river there you know uh, has resulted that this this particular street is no longer sitting by the river you know they they have reclaimed the land and then they are building uh, some kind of um, uh, other shops so it's changing the character so much that you know that quality of townscape is is in a way eroded due due to this insensitive um, way of building cities not taking into consideration the quality of the townscape uh, uh, when you new, uh, do the new development That was Shuan Asham Sudin, President of Breaker Bandar, breaking down what townscape is and its importance in creating cities and spaces with character. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Hanif Baharuddin and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharuddin. Joining me on the show via Zoom is Shuhana Shamsuddin. She's the president of Breaker Banda, an organisation that advocates for good urban design practice. And this time around, we're talking about townscape. Earlier on the show, Shuhana said that older townships have more appealing townscapes compared to new cities. But at the same time, old townships were not necessarily designed to be future-proof. So how do we go about balancing between good townscapes that are rooted in history and identity versus accommodating for the future? Shuhana shares her thoughts. Actually, um, the 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 whole um, the the whole objective when you build city is not to um, destroy what you have in the past, you know, in order to build uh, the present environment for the future. The the process of city building is not static, you know, it's dynamic, you know, it's 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 a process of adding in bit by bit of um, the different era uh, of them. So. What is not um, what is not uh, desirable is when you demolish you demolish what is what you have in the past so that you can build uh, something just to cope uh, just to meet your needs uh, at the present without considering that the future generation also wants to know what was the uh, what uh, uh, what kind of city they have in the past. Uh, what are their roots? You know, what 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 are the the history that they have in the past that they can learn something? Because we when we we only know, I mean, a city um, without a past is like a man without a name. Yeah, I've I've heard that being mentioned somewhere. So that means if you do not if you not build a city to to uh, adapt uh, and to to incorporate the past with the present. Is 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 like you are uh, erasing your own identity. So it's not to say that we have to preserve everything of the past, uh, because like I said, the process, the city building is a dynamic process. But but the process building must incorporate what is good about the past and then and adapt it to the future, and there must be respect between the new development. And what you have so that the the whole uh, townscape will be well uh, coordinated in terms of design as well as integrated uh, between the new and the old parts. I mean, I give example. I mean, in, in KL, for example, 
KL is actually when I did the KL Heritage Trail Master Plan. You know, I I spent um I spent a time to walk to all the uh, the the places that have historical significance to KL. You know, there are lots of very interesting places, good quality townscapes, but they are all not well organized and coordinated. Uh, in the uh, in terms of the the marriage between the new development and the old development, so this is this is quite quite sad, uh, in a way. So that you, when the, when the townscape the townscape becomes um um not in harmony between the the, the old and the new. And when this happened, you know, there there is um very un, it's like a, an unhappy marriage <laughs> between the, the new de development and the the old setting. Why right? The new development, sh the the one that comes first is the old setting, isn't it? So the new one must respect the old. Respect the old does not mean that you follow or you duplicate the whole design, but there are certain urban design principles that you have to follow in order for the new development to be. Uh, in keeping in terms of its character with the video old one, I see the Europeans are very good at this. Especially like like I said when I was in Italy, you can't differentiate between the new development and then the old one because they 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 it's like they they are they are, they are I mean they are well coordinated in terms that it was only you can only tell the difference in terms of the material and the technology of construction because then the 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 old construction is a different uh, methods and the material used uh, in the past sometimes you cannot have it now but in terms of the overall uh, composition they are uh, appear like a uh, like one composition uh, rather than you know you you can see like you can see in, uh, uh, at the moment here is happening in Malaysia you, you can really tell the difference between the old parts and the new parts because they don't seem to to talk to each other Mm, all right. So, um, based on what you said there, does that mean that townscapes also rely heavily on respecting the old? What about towns and new cities? You know, how how do you create an identity uh, from okay. the ground up? So, yeah. uh, okay, that's a good question because when you talk about uh, townscape uh, uh, of existing cities, then we we have we have the challenge is to marry between the new one and the the old ones. But when it comes for new towns, you know. The challenge is to create a townscape that reflects the character and identity of a city in Malaysia, where we have a different, uh, we have our own climate to respond to, which is the tropical climate. So therefore, our city cannot be the same as the cities that is in a temperate climate, because of the climatic factor, uh, and also the traditions, the crafts, uh, the the arts and crafts, uh, craftsmanship. Now we are losing a lot, isn't it? I mean, if, if you notice in the past, our traditional houses they have very, we are very good at um um uh this um what do you call it, kiran uh, ornamentations and so forth, um, detailings in the in the way you design the the windows and the even the gables at the roof forms. You know, it's not it's not very as over simplistic as we have in the in the new new buildings. So we're losing all these traditions in our modern uh, setting, which is quite sad. So in a way, if you look at our if you take a snapshot of the a typical town in Malaysia, and then you would try to um, uh, pinpoint where the city you can be in other parts of the uh, world because there's, there's no, no way to tell that this is a city in Malaysia 
in terms of his character. So we the globalization uh, aspect where you know there's a lot of uh, people are exposed to what has been built all in other parts of the world. There, there, there's a lot of copy paste um, uh, template, you know, you know, uh, copying of templates. What's been done in uh, we like we have Sangri Pyramid <laughs> and we have Venice uh, uh, of nations. So, so, so all this, um, this, this issue whereby we try to copy what been done in other cities is also not good to uh, in terms of our to build our own identity and, and character. So. And this aspect is important when it talks about sustainable communities. Sustainable cities is when you make do with your local material, you know, your local context, your local climate, your local culture, and that will give the character different from other places. And that's the reason why people will come to Malaysia to see our cities which is unique only to us. Based on what you said there, uh, it feels like, you know, um, creating cities or towns that have character is pretty important, but it must also be functional. But mm-hmm. I think uh, during a talk at a forum um, uh, last October, you did mm-hmm. also make a comment about how, you know, our towns are too utilitarian. Um, mm. What do you mean by that? And how do you make sure that, um, you know, a town can be both aesthetically pleasing, appealing, and also functional without being too utilitarian. Yeah. What I meant by utilitarian is that it's just like, I mean, you have a shop, offices, and it's just like you, you it will be just a, a, like a box, you know, and there's windows and doors, and then, and then uh, you have a columns and so forth. So it's totally functional without any um, attempt to give character to to the the facade for example of the the face uh, of the building that is fronting the street or without giving character to the roof because uh, the roof of a build, of the building in a tropical climate like malaysia cannot be the same in a temperate climate or in in the middle east where or uh, where you don't have much rainfall so you can have flat roofs without any problem. But if you have flat roofs in Malaysia, if with the amount of rainfall, then we probably have some problems. So that's why that's why I said I know um, being functional is important, but responding to the local context is also important to give that character uh, in the way we build our cities. What happens in Malaysia that if you if you notice most of the shop shop lots you know in Asia shop they are practically the same plan it's like you know you have one standard plans and it's applicable to all cities in Asia and and the way the the towns has been built in Asia is like you know they build the roads first uh, then only you put the buildings so to so the 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 roads uh, uh, becomes the generator of the, the the urban form rather than the root is a means of a communication to get from one place to another but it's a means to actually subdivide the the, the towns and uh, to 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 regulate how the buildings are to be uh, put so to get good quality landscape you need to apply good urban design principles you know you have to you have to actually compose the the city you have to actually decide on what character you want for the townscape and this has to be coordinated by the local authority so that when any architects come in uh, uh, or any developer comes in to to propose development you know therefore they got certain guidelines uh, for them to follow 
So like like that's this why I say like the conductor is also telling you know who's going to play first the piano or the the guitar and so forth rather than everybody want to play according to their own whims and fancy. Mm, all right. So um, this show is called I Love KL. So I guess we need to mm. focus a bit more on KL. Uh, earlier you said that KL has um, good townscapes, but in bits and pieces. And I think mm. one one of the problems for the city is that it lacks the cohesion in terms of yes. I guess connecting mm. between uh, all these good townscapes, right? So. Mm. Um, how do you go about that? You know how how do you solve that problem, and and how do you I guess fix that so that it becomes a bit more cohesive? Yeah, I think what what KL need is an urban design master plan for the city center at least. You know, the the at least the part where the central core of the city uh, covering the area where the meeting point of uh, KL the two rivers. And uh, also covering the various districts that have certain character like like uh, Chowkit, Pudu, and so forth. Now, with a master, when the the difference between urban design master plan and uh, and just another master plan is that in urban design master plan, then we will be focusing on how to give character to the various um, areas within city, and also to decide decide on the um how the the places are going to be connected and and also to 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 decide on the quality of the views that you will experience as you go about uh through the seats now a good quality landscape is when the city can be appreciated by walking through it not by driving through it so we uh, our problem is that our townscape are very much a car centric townscape you know we can appreciate the towns by driving through it you know Uh, rather than by walking through it, so that that has to change. If you look, the trend all over the world is to to build walkable cities, you know, walkable city centers where creating places, spaces for people to to not just go to the city center to buy uh, things or to shop, but also to appreciate the 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 quality of environment uh, and the design that we have in, in the city center. So without that kind of master plan, it's difficult to coordinate. In that's why that's why it end up you know becoming like a very piecemeal kind of thing. Just just um, there's like it's like um, uh, music you know orchestra without a good conductor you know to organize the uh to make sure there's a, a beautiful music you know uh, that comes out of it. And to do so, I think uh, that is with uh, not just having an urban design master plan. There, there also must be a very good development control uh, machine, machinery, whereby during the process of giving approval to new developments coming in, you know, they have to be assessed in terms of the design quality and the and the townscape impact assessment also needs to be done so that you can see what is the impact of having this kind of building in that particular street uh, how will it disturb the view or how will it affect the uh, the 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 the, uh, the sense of um, unity or how many or will will that particular uh, building you know break the whole scale and so forth so that kind of um, assessment is very much needed in order to control i noticed that in in nation i mean kl and also many times Malaysia, we lack that kind of control that that's why there's there's no the sense of um unity is not there because the coordination the one who's who is supposed to coordinate to the 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 the, the design of all the 
buildings and the places is not there. So um, this is a sh shortcoming and that's why we at Pereka Banda is trying to push for this agenda whereby we give more emphasis to urban design, not just into planning. Because uh, on one hand, yes, you need to plan, you need to plan to decide the land use and so forth. But after deciding what is the land uses for a particular area, for example, whether it's going to be a shop uh, or commercial area or industry, how will the design look like and what kind of character is going to be like that? That is part, it's an urban design concern, which is not, it's lacking here in Malaysia. All right. Okay. So I think at the end of the day, it all goes back to proper and good urban design, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> that has always been the theme whenever we talk. Um, so what else can we do to fix that? That's why I say what, what is needed is um, capacity building, training program and awareness. I think what, what Pekka Banda did. That's why we, when we, had, uh, when we um, formulate this uh, My Townscape uh, initiatives, it's actually, we're not just doing it uh, out of uh, blues uh, or winds of fancies. You know, actually, we model in, in, uh, after what has been done in other countries. For example, in UK, they have this Townscape initiatives awareness where they, they help, you know, all the towns to get better quality townscape by uh, by giving grants for improvement of the uh, environment, working with the local community so that they they themselves, you know, have uh, uh, the motivation to improve their quality environment by good, getting good uh, advice to have good design. Uh, the same also happened to in Japan. Japan also have this kind of townscape um townscape um, uh, initiatives whereby they work with the local community to improve the shop fronts, the facade, so that, remember, uh, the owner of the, sh the the shops or the buildings, they have their own um, ideas or their own taste in terms of design. But sometimes the taste is very bad. You know, they have very poor taste in design or poor sense of colour and so forth. So they need uh, advice from professionals to so that you know whatever they want to propose, you know, will 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 fit in. I have a sense of uh, uh, unity and harmony with the with the other uh, buildings on the streets. So during these kind of programs, they can uh, they work with the local community so that the local community uh, they can uh, actually get good advice from the professionals and when they they uh, go for improving their their buildings or doing repairs and so forth they will be doing it in in um uh, under uh, supervision from the uh, professionals and towards uh, getting a good uh, sense of um uh, unity in terms of design so that the whole townscape will be um have that aesthetic appeal. It's not like you know one person doing something which is actually uh, destroying the the view of uh, another and so forth. So, so this is something that we at Pekabanda would like to to do under this town our my townscape uh, initiative program. Where first we would uh, we like to offer training program training not just to the professionals or the local authorities of how to assess the townscape impact, you know, so that this is very important, assessing the, the towns, uh, townscape impact uh, analysis, uh, anal uh, assessment is very important because then you can avoid, you know, allowing buildings which destroy the, the, the character of the place to, from being built and also to promote uh, good quality buildings that can fit in with the townscape. 
And we also um, uh, uh, offer training program to the local communities, like what they've done, they've done in Japan and and uh, in UK, where you we we uh, train the the local communities. What is a good townscape? What is a um, how to evaluate a good? Um, uh, we call it the townscape evaluation: the good, the bad, and the ugly. By teaching them, what is a good? Quality design. What is a bad and what is ugly? You know, at least you know they have some design sense after that, and and that will help to uh, to uh, promote better quality um, work um, being done uh, when they want to improve their premises or, or their uh, homes. By the way, um, Hanif, next um, next week on the tenth. 10th of January, Breaker Bandar will be um, involved in an exhibition uh, organized by the Majlis Perbandaran Ampang Jaya uh, uh, in conjunction with their monthly meeting of the planning uh, department. So we hope to, whenever there is this kind of event ho- uh, held by the local authorities, we we can uh, help to promote our My Townscape initiative so that Uh, we can collaborate with the local authorities uh, to how to improve the, the the quality of the townscape in their area. That's all we have for this first episode of the new year for I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash ilovekl, our app, which you can find via Google Play and the App Store, and you can also find this podcast on Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin, and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Join us again next week, only on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.